Good morning, guys. It is that time again. Thank goodness we get another shot at this thing. We've got a lot to get through this morning, so we're going to dive right into it. I think we all have a set of friends or acquaintances who seem to have the best marriage around. They both love and pursue each other. They both are engaged in drawing people closer and closer to Jesus. They both seem to be working on themselves and their marriage in the right ways. We know what their marriage looks like. We could also spend time creating the idea of what a perfect Christian marriage looks like for us, for our specific marriage. But I do not think that will be helpful to look at. I don't think it helps to look at their marriage or the fantasies of our marriage. I think we need to deal more in reality for now. If God provides us that fantasy of a marriage, great. But between here and there, there's some work to do. And let's not focus on the fantasies because those have a tendency to become the lies that we pursue or the quote-unquote deals that we make with God. So let's deal in reality. Let's look at the messiness of this world. Let's look at the dropping church attendance, the current push of secularism, and the mixed messages men and women receive. Let's assume that our marriages need real work. Let's assume that the divorce rate is real and that the enemy is coming for your marriage. This is the reality. We need to admit we do not live in a fairy tale. We do not live in a movie. Let's assume God has more work to do in our marriage than we anticipate. Do not get me wrong. If you engage and God makes your marriage like that friend's marriage, that would be great. But for now... Let's look at this from the angle that it may not happen like that. Let's look at it as it may take some time to get there. Let's talk about this as if it will be a lifelong battle. To be clear, this is the reality. Even if your marriage pulls together like that friend's, that friend he still needs to fight temptation. He still needs to lead. He still needs to pursue her. And on and on and on. He has a lot to still do. That's the approach that we're building. That's the angle that we're going to be working on. This is a lifelong battle. But we have to look at it as if there are other things going on. What if your wife is not a Christian? Or what if she is, and she really struggles with what the Bible says and the feminism that she was raised in? What if you were raised with poor examples? What if you are currently struggling with sin that has the potential to end your marriage? What does that battle look like? How do you stay in the fight? Even if there is no promise of your marriage looking like your friends, how do you continue to fight? How do you fight this battle? First, let's be clear. This battle is not against your wife, but a battle for your wife. You must wage war on ideas and the attacks from the enemy 
while protecting and loving your wife. So what does that look like to fight a lifelong battle for your wife? It starts where we always start. You, as a man before the Almighty God, you are loved by Him. But this love is not just the easy kind of love that we like to focus on. We like to focus on the Jesus that heals, the God that protects. He does use those loving moments of a father and a son or a a wife and a husband. He loves us fully, but not by our definition of love, his definition of love. And that looks different. He loves us with a love that we struggle with sometimes. The love of a father that is willing to watch his son suffer and go to the cross. That's the love he loves us with. He is willing to let us suffer, to struggle with things for our own good. That love is hard for us to accept, but this is our God. This is how he does things. He is willing to let loving, God-loving men go to battle for him and let them die in battle the battle that he will end up giving to his, his, um, his people within just two days. Our God is love. His love is perfect and perfectly well-rounded and perfectly utilized. And we want to understand that love. And so this battle for your marriage, for your wife, with your wife, is not going to necessarily be easy, but the God of love loves us through it, during it. And there will be soft moments, and there will be hard moments, and there will be moments we don't understand. This is the God that loves you. We must pursue him and understand that he is God and we are not. So, as we stand before God and our marriage is not reflecting him, we need to start with looking at who we are in that marriage first. Let's start with our own sin, with how we are showing up in our marriage, with the example that we have been up to now. And now that we are living our life as a man before God, we are going to start dealing with our own sin before we start to deal with anything else. We are going to start dealing with our own reflection of God before we do anything else. So, are you struggling with pornography? Are you struggling with past sin? Are you struggling with filling the roles and responsibilities God has laid out for you? Are you struggling with the roles that a man and a woman should fill in a marriage? Are you struggling with wanting to be your own God and doing it your own way? All of these must be dealt with between you and God. We must come to the conclusion that his way is best, and then we must start working on the obedience to him.
to what he says, to how he says to do these things. The bottom line is he has given us the perfect plan. And even in a sinful world, it will still work. But we need to surrender our role before him. He is God. We are his. So if we are struggling with sin, a.k.a. the rebellion against him and his plan, we must deal with that. We must confess our sin. We must turn away from it. And we must turn to obedience and living the way he wants us to. We must remove that sin and work on becoming obedient. This is where we live. This is a constant life before God. This is him loving us enough to change us back to who he created us to be. This is such a great way to live. This is not always easy, but this is the life he wants us to live. And there is so much to enjoy during this struggle, during our time with him. And so I want you to engage. This is where we start. This is how we live. These are the practices of the way. All right, but let's say that even as you are engaging in this and doing the work as a man before God, and as you attempt to start loving your wife, she continues to resist. She continues to keep you at arm's length. Or she continues down a sinful path. First, does this change your path? No, it doesn't. Not really. You before God, working things out with him, is the life. This is the narrow path. And so her pushback doesn't really change how you live. You just have clarity about how the battle is going to be fought, how the battle is going to go. It's going to be a little bit longer. You're going to have to pace yourself. But you are going to keep doing what you are training to do right now, which is deal with things as a man before God. And as more information comes back from your wife on what she likes or doesn't like or what works and what doesn't work, you are going to continue to pursue her through the strength you find in dealing one-on-one -on -one with God as you work with Him on all of this. Your path doesn't change. You keep following God, following Jesus on the narrow path, dealing one-on-one -on -one with Him as things go. And so as she rejects the coffee you bring her, or as she rejects the present you bought, or the flowers that you bring, or the book that you recommend, you take that information back and you deal on it one-on-one -on -one with God. You look at why do you feel so rejected? And then you realize that you have been doing that to Jesus. And now you realize that you are seeing how living like him requires you to be more reliant upon him because he did this perfectly. He was rejected perfectly. He suffered perfectly. And so if we're going to engage in this battle, we are going to continue to come back one-on-one -on -one with him. Second, I want you to keep in mind that, that, that this battle is against 
uh, is not against your wife. It is for your wife. So as you pray for her, as you engage against the ideas and the lies of the enemy, you must keep in mind that this is not against your wife. You do not fight your wife here. You are fighting against the enemy and the lies that he has told. So you must protect her and love her, but also be dealing with some of the lies that she may have been falling for in a way that does not destroy your wife in the attempt to deal with the idea. You must love her and protect her and guide her as you address the lies that are going on, the attacks that are happening. So how do you fight this fight? Prayer will be the main tool. You working stuff out as a man before God will be critical. Praying for your wife. Dealing with the lies in prayer. Gaining clarification from God about what the lie is. How is she falling for it? And what, because God knows your wife the best, what is the best way to engage with her on it. And so you want to be engaging in all of these things. The next, the next prayer is the main tool. The second tool would then be your example. Live as a reflection of Jesus. Continue to pursue the one that is pushing back. Okay, Just like we pushed back against God in our rebellion, against Jesus and his saving grace, we must continue to pursue just like he continued to pursue. And so when she rejects you making dinner for her or rejects uh, some other way of serving her, it's okay. You regroup. You plan a new approach, and you do it again. Third is to find where the lies are coming from and see if you can disrupt that source. Are these lies coming from a specific friend or a TV show or a book? Where do these keep coming from? Maybe it's from the example she received as she was raised. Finding that source and disrupting it somehow will help. Fourth is to continue to love, uh, continue to lovingly reveal how that lie falls short time and time again. Don't do this in the same way every time or in a way that feels like, I told you so. But do this in a way that continues to point out that the lie will always fall short. Because the thing about lies are, they never become truth. The thing about Jesus' truth is, it will always be the truth. And so, we will continue to pursue, we will continue to do battle, not against our wife, but for our wife, for our marriage. And that work starts with us. We cannot start 
trying to address things in other people's lives while we have rampant sin in our own. Deal one-on-one -on -one before God. Become that man that starts to live the way God wants us to live, that starts to deal with things the way God wants us to deal with things. And then you can lead. And then you can have the impact. And then you can become the useful tool that God creating is creating you to be. Capable of being used by him to make the impact that he wants to have through you. All right, guys, we're a little over time. Thank you guys for listening. Get out there and make the most of it today. Pursue your wife through pursuing him. Have a great day.